Dak Prescott gets new money. The NBA season just came off for All-Star Weekend. What more can we find out? I got more for y'all. This is Mark, a.k.a. The Vet, y'all. And y'all are listening to another sound of the Riddle Sports Show coming up next live in the den, y'all. You know, been away for so long. You know, DJ Curry, we all back in the building, y'all. Y'all don't want to miss this show. But if y'all want to hear the best show in America, listen to the show, y'all. I got y'all. One love. You live from the city of Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Yeah. With everybody in my past, don't want me to be. Guess what? I made it. I'm the mother, man. I just want you to see. Come take a look. Yeah. Get a load of this nigga. Quick front, no me. Don't come around and try and gas me up. I like running on here. I, 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 I'm on my dizzy shit. Goofy flow. On records, I'm trapped in the hook. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Real Sports Show. I'm Mark, a.k.a. The Vet. And I want to say, I'm back, y'all. DJ Curry will be live on the next show, I promise y'all. You know, he's off uh, getting the schematics. He's improvising and doing other better things right now. Just gave me the intel on our first topic of the hour, the first topic of the show, and how we plan on moving forward with the rest of the show tonight, y'all. I got some NBA season coming up for y'all. I got the NFL Free agency list coming up for you guys. Y'all, man, we about to get tuned into a bright show tonight, this morning. How are we about to do it? About, I'm about to bring it to y'all live today, y'all. So, I want to thank everybody for listening to the last show that was put out there uh, about a few weeks ago back. You know, um, been off doing a lot of crazy things. Been off trying to venture out, trying to do, trying to change up this show a little bit, Joe. Trying to bring some more action to the show trying to bring the thrills back to the show. Even though we've been bringing the thrills for a long time frame, we needed a little break in between. We're still in season three of the Real Sports Show, y'all, so y'all can still say, yeah, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, I had a lot of busy things going on here. We got a lot of things going on and a lot of things to talk about tonight. So I'm not going to stay on my whoop-wop and my whoop-wham, as my boy Clayton Thomas would say. You know, I'm not going to stay on my... uh my sound box too long. So let's get right into it. <clears throat> Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys have officially reached an agreement. It only took them two years to reach in the damn agreement with the Dallas Cowboys this uh, tonight. Well, last night, as I should say, last night, the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott have agreed to report a deal of four years $160 million. $160 million. The deal is worth, I'm, I'm sorry, the deal can be worth up to $164 million per source. The deal includes $66 million to sign. A $75 million, um, $75 million in a year one. The most in NFL history. $126 million guaranteed money. Let me say that again. 
this including a record of $126 million guaranteed money. In the first three years, he's averaging $42 million. Let me say that again, $42 million per year in the first three years of his contract. They said pay Dak Prescott. Well, damn it, they didn't pay Dak Prescott. May not be what he's ultimate worth if he didn't have that injury last year, though, but it's something better than nothing, and he took what he can get. Even though this team put out so many things that said they moved forward from Dak Prescott, they did so many exclusion things that said they moved on from Dak Prescott, but I think the deal, I told everybody like this, the deal was going to get done regardless. Mm-hmm. This deal was going to get done regardless. So by any means necessary, I knew the Dallas Cowboys wanted Dak. They was married to Dak. Even though we kept hearing the hoopla and the hoop whams that Dak might not be a Cowboy anymore, that the Dallas Cowboys didn't want Dak Prescott to be a part of the organization no more. We didn't heard all of the trade rumors. We didn't heard it all. And we even heard about some trade sources that Dak might sign with somebody else, a different team this year. Speaking of that, that ain't going to happen. The Dallas Cowboys are married to Dak Prescott for now four years. They're on the market for $126 million of guaranteed money. He signed this contract last night or yesterday afternoon, I should say. And this is the deal in history. This is the most of NFL history. This is bigger news than the Patrick Mahomes deal of him getting $500 million. You understand what I'm saying? This is a bigger deal than that. Yes. We all know Patrick Mahomes was worth the money that he received. We all know that. But not being able to get the job done this year against Tom Brady in the playoffs, well, yeah, one can suspect that, though. But he was worth every dime to get him back to the playoffs. He played with turf toe and everything else. Dak got injured this year and was putting up record numbers on course to make a 5,000-yard season in passing this year. So paying Dak Prescott should have been the easiest doggone thing in American history, in my opinion. In my opinion, I want to say. That should have been the easiest job. Dak is off the board. This is another black quarterback that got the money that he deserves. He's been playing ball very, very well in Dallas. He knows the system. He knows the organization. He's been doing very good things down in Dallas, even though Dallas can't get over that hurdle. And y'all know I don't even like talking about the Dallas Cowboys a lot. And this, I mean, you know, but this is big news here. This is a big moment for Dak Prescott. So, Dak, I wish you luck in Dallas. I wish you the best of things in Dallas, even though you're not going to go anywhere in Dallas, even though you're not going to win a Super Bowl no time soon but you got the rightful money that you deserve. And that's one thing we can honestly say. You got the money that you deserve because you have been balling out regardless of whatever I say about I hate Dallas. I hate all of them. I hate every last Cowboy fan that ever walked up to me. I hate them to death. Well, not with a, not like I strongly hate them, like I hate them as a person. No, I hate them because they're a Dallas Cowboy fan and I'm a Washington football team fan. But I have more of the Washington football team coming up just a little bit in a second here. But 
Dak and Jerry Jones. I guess Jerry Jones couldn't find a, a, a suitable suitor for Dak Prescott, or he couldn't find a way out of the contract, and he wasn't going to put him on the franchise tag this year. Even though we heard about that, but a deal was going to be done, and I knew a deal was going to get done sometime this year, whether they franchise tagged him or they didn't. But I believe that a deal was going to get done where Dak Prescott will be in Dallas this year. I was hoping that he might come to, to Washington, but Washington cleaned house a little bit, though, with moving some pieces around and getting some pieces to fit in. But we're going to talk about Washington in a minute, like I said. But give credit where credit is due. Dak Prescott is the man of the hour, the man of the, the, the topic right now. And like I said, that I wish you the best of luck in Dallas. I hope you heal from your injury so you can be the best player again on that team. And hopefully moving forward, you can go forth and do some great, amazing things down in Dallas and break some records in Dallas. I wish you the best of luck, man. Um, I uh, hope you recover from your injury very, very well. I know that was a nasty hit last year. It was a nasty uh, injury that you received last year. You know, man, I, I can't believe that that happened to you because I wanted to see the Washington football team go up against the best man on that team, which is Dak Prescott. And nobody would have a word to say because they were at full strength. I wanted to see what the Washington defense can do up against a Dak Prescott and the Washington football and the, and the Dallas Cowboys with Ezekiel Elliott playing on the bench, coming off the bench. I want to see how they was going to move the ball. I want to see them circulate the ball because Dak is a is a is is something phenomenal for that team. Just for that team. Not saying he's the best in the NFL by any means. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that at all. So don't get me twisted. But what I am saying is he's the best quarterback for that team for right now because Andy Dalton could not get it done for that team last year. Even though this team, you know, was in the race and in the hunt for a playoff berth in the division, if one team lost or this team lost or that team lost or this, that, and the third happened to go about. But the Washington football team prevailed last year and won the division. These these three teams right here, these four teams battled it out with the worst records in the NFL. You know, I want to say the worst records in the NFL, but they somehow, some way, one team prevailed and won the division and made a home berth and got put out by Tampa Bay in the same year. So it is what it is. Washington prevailed and won the division last year under first-year head coach Ron Rivera last year. Mike McCarthy, you know, hey, hands off to him. You know, we got this team somewhat over a little hurdle, and they played somewhat a little bit better going down the stretch, though. But it is what it is. Washington still prevailed last year. So, speaking of Washington, going into my next topic of hand right now, um, the Washington football team has placed Brandon Sheriff on a franchise tag for the second straight year. Washington's right guard um, has been uh, – is going for um, – going for his second consecutive offseason on the franchise tag. You know, um, the second the second tag is expected to cost over $18 million 
according to NFL networks. Um, the two sides have until July 15th to work out a multi-year deal, which the tag will replace, which would replace the tag. I'm sorry, which will replace that tag, that franchise tag. So we got till July 15th to work out a multi-year deal with this young man here being on the Washington football team. I like Brandon Sheriff. I think Brandon Sheriff is a solid right guard. He's a solid right guard. He has played in all of his games, multiple games, and have held down and has held down that right guard position every game that he's played in. The quarterback has been standing strong. Running backs have been able to move out of the pocket a lot faster on the right side and a little bit on the left side too as well, though. Don't get me wrong. This offensive line has been pretty good, you know, up this year if we keep Brandon Sheriff on the guard. Morgan Moses right there on the right tackle position. Or if you switch him over to the left tackle position. This line is something phenomenal when all of their players are still there and still healthy and strong. So going forth, going forth, I believe that we will get a job, we will get a deal done with Brandon Sheriff for a multi-year contract kind of deal. But, you know, just to keep him around a little bit longer, we had to place him on the second-year franchise tag this year. Not a bad move. I'm not mad at it. I'm not hating on it decision. But I wish and I believe that we could have worked out some deal before the franchise tag even got put on him. And he's well-deserving of the money that he wants to get on a multi-year deal contract. He is well worth the money. He is a phenomenal player. He's a phenomenal right tackle. I mean, right guard. And he has held his own being in that right guard position. So in Washington right now, that is the status going on in Washington. Now, I want to talk about a little bit of Alex Smith situation there going on a little bit um, in Washington. As you all know, he got released last week from Washington or over the weekend or Friday, whatever the case may be, he got released. Um, I want to say this. I didn't, I, I saw that coming, but I didn't see it coming in a sense. And I know that Washington wanted to get younger at the quarterback position. And I know we heard all heard the rumors going around that, you know, not the rumors, but from Alex Smith's mouth, and from the team that he was never in their plans of coming back off that leg injury. He was never in the plans of going forth in the, throughout the season. Um, he kind of screwed up the plans going forth, and they needed him at the end to carry them over the hump and over the hurdle. After getting rid of Dwayne, I mean, Dwayne Haskins last year, they had Taylor Heineke. They had Steven Montez. And then you also had Kyle Allen on the list, but he got hurt last year as well, too. And while I'm on the topic of Kyle Allen right now, as I spoke up his name, you know, Kyle Allen is an unrestricted free agent this year for right now. He's still on the unrestricted free agency right now, which means the team can bring him back if they want him back or they could just let him go fly away and be some backup quarterback or be a starting quarterback somewhere else. If the team prevails and wants to bring him back, he could have a starting job back, or he could battle Taylor Heineke and Steven Montez for that starting quarterback position going forth. But as Alex Smith's case may be, Alex Smith 
he did a hell of a job. He won comeback player of the year, which we all knew he was going to do anyway. We all knew that. We all knew he had comeback player of the year. As soon as he stepped out on the field, comeback player of the year was already in his grasp. He came back, took a hit from um, Aaron Donald that landed on it. He jumped on his back and pulled him down. That leg still held up for him going forth. That leg still held up for him. No, he's not the same man going forth. No, he wasn't the same quarterback that he ever was. Again, after that leg injury, he was not the same. His mobility kind of shrunk down a little bit, though. I would have loved to see Alex Smith kind of run the ball a little bit more in certain plays and get out the pocket like he used to. But in that same aspect, the breath, though, is Alex Smith was never going to be the same player going forth after that right leg injury. Yeah, he can still throw the ball deep downfield. Yeah, he can still look downfield and cross you over with the passing plays and get the ball downfield. Yeah, he can do phenomenal things on the field. He can get you the W. He's a game manager, not a game. He's a game manager. And if you have the lead in the game, he can game manage the game and keep you in the game if need be. Yeah, he can put the points on the board. Yeah, he can do some highlight things or whatever the case may be. But you still need to have a young quarterback that can move out of the pocket. And in this day and age, we're looking for mobile quarterbacks. We're looking for quarterbacks that's not going to stand in the pocket too long and take the hits like that no more. This day and age, they're looking for mobile quarterbacks, somebody that can run out of the pocket, somebody that can get in duck and dodge out of the pocket a little bit, though. And under Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera had Cam Newton for the longest time frame, groomed him up and did whatever he did in, in Carolina, groomed that boy up for the longest time frame, and they played very, very well together. Very, very well together. And it took them over the edge and got them to a Super Bowl run, which they failed and lost the Super Bowl. Thank, I mean, you know, thanks to who, I forget who they played, but don't quote me on that right now. But Carolina made it over to the Super Bowl and lost. They lost because they got too happy. They got overconfident. Never made it back to the Super Bowl since. Haven't made it there since they ran on that Super Bowl run. So, by that being all said, I I like the way Ron Rivera is kind of thinking a little bit, though, but I also like the way that Alex Smith is thinking, too. Hey, man, I did my job here. I showed people that I can still play. I showed people around the uh, around the world that I still have a little bit left in me to run this thing and try to win a Super Bowl. I, I've done all I can. I've done everything I bestly could or I best the best I could do on this team, and I'm ready to move on to a team that I can announce as my own team and move forward and do great, amazing things for that team going forward next year or pick me up by somebody for a million dollars. They saved some cap room money. We got some dead space money from it too as well. But at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, this is what we were left with. This is how we're going to roll. And... If we do sign back Kyle Allen or we do go to another approach of Taylor Heineke taking over the helm as the quarterback, I wouldn't mind that anyway, neither. I wouldn't mind any quarterback that comes to Washington from going forth to run this camp. But if Taylor Heineke is our guy or Kyle Allen is our guy or Steven Montez had to come in the game or two to back up one of these quarterbacks, I wouldn't mind that neither because 
I know Coach Ron Rivera has a plan and a system that will work out this team's finance. I mean, work out this team's chemistry and keep them going forward. This team has gelled together and done a lot of different things to hold it together over the season, this past season due to COVID and everything else. They have managed to win the division title with the worst record, with the worst record, with a worst record under 500. You understand what I'm saying, everybody? Under 500 record, they won the division. So this team has overcome a lot of obstacles just to get this far. And, you know, getting all the distractions out the way, getting everybody out the way and cleaning up house the way they did. They cleaned house and it's time for them to move on. Now, I know for a fact that, you know, going forth in 2022, the Washington football team has announced that they're going to change the name by 2022. I haven't heard word on what the new name change might be, but they're in the makings of making this new change. So this year we will still be under the Washington football team name. Coming next year, we have a whole new game plan coming next year. Whole new team, everything. Name changes, new jerseys, and everything coming next year. But the burgundy and gold colors will stay with this team going forward. The burgundy and gold is not going anywhere. And the team name will change by next season. That is what we guaranteed. That's what was guaranteed to us. That's what was told by everybody out there going forward. Now, I know that everybody has heard about the cheerleader situation going forth with the Washington football team, that they have made it now co-ed. is a co-ed dance team. It's no longer cheerleaders going to be on the field no more. They settled some money issues that they was going to go through with, whatever the case is. Everybody settled on the money, took the money, ran with it. Now we're going to have a co-ed dance team on the field. No longer would it be just straight cheerleaders on the field going into the next season. It would now be a co-ed dance team. Um, after the scandal went on and everybody's still talking about they want Daniel Snyder to leave, they want Daniel Snyder to sell the team. I don't believe that Dan will sell the team at all, period. But who knows what would happen going forth? We don't know. But that's something to figure out as we keep going forth and doing great, amazing things going forth. Now, um, I want to switch a little over to Philadelphia, just a little bit, and which I kind of figured this was going to happen. I myself personally figured this was going to happen, regardless to the fact that matters that um, after they got rid of Carson Wentz, and you know Carson Wentz gets traded up town, goes northbound, and this young boy, Jalen Hurts, gets his chance to play in the NFL. He gets his first season underneath his belt. Now with the Philadelphia Eagles, he will start this year. And and the team believes that they're going to build around him, around his talents, around his success, and everything else going into the season. So Philadelphia is going with Jalen Hurts for this season, everybody. I don't think it was a bad move. I think it's, and as he said, Jalen Hurts says, I think it was an op, just an opportunity for me, Hurts said, on Monday. I think it shows the, the trust and what they think I can be as a player. So I want to prove them right. He added, nothing changes for me and my mindset. Going in every day, 
trying to get better as a player, to be the best leader I can be, impact the guys around me, and ultimately it's just about winning football games and being consistent. You know, um, Hurst started only four games as a rookie at the Winston's bench. He finished one and three, but provided Philadelphia with much needed spark in an upset of in the upset of the New Orleans Saints in his first extended action. The Eagles are still expected to add another signal caller this offseason as the 2020 second round pick is the only quarterback currently on the roster. So they do need a backup quarterback going in the next year. They do need somebody to back them up. I think Philly is going to go in the draft. They groomed another quarterback up in the draft, or they could pick somebody up in the offseason. One of the two things will happen, but Jalen Hurts for right now is their guy. He is the guy going forth that will that they trust in him to go forth and be the right guy for as their quarterback. Another black quarterback in the league, y'all. Another black quarterback. I like it. I love it. We want more of it. And, you know, it, it, it's going to be it's going to be something exciting to see. And, you know, I believe that this season will have some some success with the Eagles this year. They might have some success with this year. But new head coach, new everything going into this season. Who knows? Who knows? Now. There's another topic that I want to talk about tonight, um, or this morning, I should say. The Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson. I've been hearing a lot of things going on in Seattle. Russ wants his uh, opportunity to make some decisions in um, Seattle. I believe... Russell Wilson deserves that honor. I believe that Russell Wilson should have some type of say in Seattle of who's going to protect him, what wide receivers he can he can have, what weapons, I mean, I should say the weapons that he needs in Seattle. I believe that we need a general round player. He 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 could be that player to help out this organization going forth. He knows the game. He knows what he wants. He knows what he wants to do. But as far as what I'm hearing now, he hasn't said he won out yet. He has not said he wanted out yet. But I do believe that going forth, he's probably going to be still in Seattle this year. But if Seattle keep opening the doors up, talking about they want um, – they're taking calls. He has a no trade clause in his contract, so you can't just trade him anywhere you want to trade him to. But he has listed destinations where he wants to go. Dallas is number one up there on the list, but Dallas is not looking forward to going to get him. He has said Las Vegas. He will go to Las Vegas to the um, the Las Vegas Raiders. That's another team that was on his list, and there's a few more of the team. There's two more of the teams that is on his list that he would like to go to, but. You know, Russ says he would entertain these phone calls if you want to trade him somewhere else. So, I'm thinking he's not bluffing. I don't call a bluff unless I hear a bluff. I'm not going to call an ace of spade until I hear a spade. 
I'm not going to call anything just yet until there's really a lot more smoke in the fire going forth. So in my personal beliefs, I don't think the boy is going anywhere. I think he's going to stay in Seattle. I think he's going to be a Seattle Seahawk going forward. I think they're going to fix this little debacle that they have in Seattle right now as to where, you know, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks fix this. They're going to fix their arguments. They got to fix it going forth in the season because the season, need uh, they need Russ. They really do need him. And after he took a couple of licks last year, I think they really do need him as their starting quarterback. I think they want him as the starting quarterback. I think this is all a, a, a fictional storyline that, you know, they want to create some drama. They want to create some friction going forth. I think they want to create this drama so much that they are staying relevant in the scenario of football. That's what I think it is. Mm-hmm. That's what I truly think it is. I think it's a fictional story that they're making up that, you know, all this confusion is going on here. Russ ain't happy. This ain't happy. If, you know, if it was something that's going to happen, it would happen by now. If they wanted to trade Russell West, Russell Wilson today or tomorrow, they would have traded him by now to one of the teams that he wants to go to. But they're entertaining some calls right now. You got to give up three number ones for Russell. Or two number ones, at least in a player. A quarterback caliber kind of player. To replace him. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, I do not believe they're going to entertain your calls. And no team is willing to give up three number one picks. I do not believe it until I see it. But I do not believe that any team is that dumb enough to go give up three number one picks this year, next year, and a year after that to clean house like that, three number one picks, just to get Russell Wilson on their team. A quarterback that's 28 going into 30 or already in his 30s. I do not believe they're going to do that. I believe that Seattle will keep him on their team going into the season, and they will fix this problem going forth. You know, they play a little hardball. They're not Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones don't bend, but he did bend tonight. He did bend tonight. I will say that. He did bend tonight, and they got that deal done with Dak Prescott, though. But Russ ain't going nowhere where he ain't starting at. And the only place I realistically see him starting at is in Vegas. But I'm going to take a brief commercial break, everybody. And we'll be right back with more of the Rilla Sports Show, everybody. This show is brought to you here by Mr. R. Sauces. And this show is also brought to you by Financially Tone. You're want you, if you're a small business owner and you need your books kept up or you need something kept up in a large business office or any business offices that are low um, that are trying to keep their bookkeeping services available, please go check out, listen to this brief, brief commercial break by Financially Tone. Hey y'all, it's Tony. I'm here today to tell you about my small business called Financially Tone. Financially Tone provides bookkeeping services to small service-based businesses who are looking to free themselves from the stress and confusion of dealing with the books on their own. 
and who want to devote more time to other things like growing their business, traveling, or spending time with their family. We provide full bookkeeping services, which includes accounts receivable, accounts payable, payroll. We also provide cleanup services and QuickBooks setup. If you're interested, please reach out to us and let us know how we can help. You can reach us on our website at financiallytone.com. You heard it here first on The Realist Sports Show. All right, everybody. Thank y'all. We're right back. We're here with more of The Realist Sports Show. You know, um, I last left off at the Seattle Seahawks. I want to talk about some little basketball here. All-Star Weekend, or as you can say, All-Star Sunday has just commenced last, I mean, last night. Um, what a great game it was. Giannis Antetokounmpo won MVP for the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised by this dunk competition, though. I wasn't really intrigued by the dunk competition this year. Yeah, it was some unknown people in there. Um, but the dunks didn't really get to me as much as I thought they were going to be. The dunks didn't really get to a lot of folks that was at the dunk competition this year. It was kind of like similar dunks, but the only dunk that I would have to say out of the dunk competition, if the boy would have kissed that rim, had he had kissed the rim or kissed the net or something, I think that would have been a phenomenal dunk. I think it would have been a phenomenal dunk, but he turned his head so quickly from the rim because he didn't want to hit his head on the rim, though, but I think it would still have been a phenomenal dunk had he had kissed the rim or kissed the net. Something along the lines would have made it spectacular for me. But Team LeBron has won the All-Star game four years straight, and LeBron James is asking to be retired from being team captain. He has won it four years straight. He wants to stay on top, and he does not want to be the team captain going into the next year. He wants to just be a player in the runnings. Team KD, hey, y'all got blown out by 20 points, man. Man, Mm-mm-mm. 20 points y'all got blown out by. That was incredibly wild. I thought that, well, being as though Kevin Durant was not playing in the game on Team KD on his own team last night, but hey, it is what it is. But I have some breaking news for you guys right now coming out just 11 hours ago. The Brooklyn Nets has officially signed a six-time All-Star Blake Griffin to their team, which gives them a power forward slash center in the mix for this team, though, going forward. That's another power forward. That's another dominant player that can get buckets, get rebounds, get you anything you need on your team for the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are the team to beat in the East. I believe that the Brooklyn Nets are going to be the team to beat in the East. They're going to be an Eastern Conference finalist team to beat. Whatever team goes in the Eastern Conference Finals this year will potentially play the Brooklyn Nets. If the Brooklyn Nets can jail together and stay together the way they are, if KD can stay from getting them stop getting hurt, if the dog going um if Kyrie Irving and 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 and, and, and the beard James Harden can still stay together, this will be great. This will be great for this team going forward. The Lakers are contenders for uh, Andre Drummond if he's bought out. The Lakers are contenders for him. 
that adds another center to the Lakers organization with Anthony Davis still being a little bit hurt going forth. Um, like I said, everybody, this NBA season is still uncommenced with the Wizards are only the, the Washington Wizards are only three games. Maybe I'm going to say five games out of eighth place right now. If they can win some basketball games and some of these teams can lose some of their games, and they can beat out the Raptors, and they can beat out the Hawks. For right now, who's in front of them right now are the Atlanta Hawks, the Pacers, the Bulls, and the Toronto Raptors right now are in front of them for making the AFC in the playoffs this year. Um, I've heard some rumors that the New York Knicks are trying to acquire Russell Westbrook's talents. But the team of Washington just got Russell Westbrook this year. So in a trade deal for John Wall, we all know that's bogus. We all know that's that's just phoniness. That's just somebody out there talking. So don't believe the hype until the hype is out there to be talked about. That is not going to happen. I don't believe that's going to happen. I do not believe that None of this trade information that they're talking about is going to happen. But what I can say about the Washington Wizards star, Bradley Bill, man, sets a career high in the All-Star game this past weekend. I mean, this past week. Um, Bradley Bill had had his best showing in the NBA All-Star game yet on Sunday night with a career high of 26 points. Second in and second in the Wizards slash Bullets franchise history, only, only to Moses Malone, who had 27 points, 18 rebounds in 1987. Bill, a three-time All-Star, had previously scored 11 points in 2019, 14 in 2018. This is his first time as an All-Star starter, and he has also played a career high of 31 minutes in its all-star game. That is something to talk about, everybody. Bradley Bill is a dominant player. Bradley Bill is a dominant player. Giannis Antetokounmpo won the all-star MVP award with 35 points. Damian Litter went off with three-point shots, three-pointers from half court. Him and Steph Curry with eight threes apiece. Eight threes apiece. Some from half court, some from just three-point land, period. Dane Litter had 32 points and the final sh- and the final shot, which he released just steps in inside of the half-court line. And Steph had 28 points and made eight threes. This is something phenomenal, everybody. I'm just trying to let y'all know. This is something great. This All-Star game, although it wasn't as competitive as last year's All-Star game. But this game going forward was very, very competitive going forward in this year's All-Star game. They played some very good basketball in the fourth quarter. Like I said, Team LeBron just pulled it out. Team LeBron just pulled it out, and they just won the game. Now I'm excited to see, and and with five questions for the Wizards, as they say up here, five questions for the Wizards as they enter the second half of the season this year the second half of the season, can the Wizards, can the Wizards, they lost Thomas Bryant for the year due to a partially torn ACL. 
also had COVID-19 outbreak that forced six games to postpone and effectively derailed their season for close to a month. Now, winners of eight of their last games, Washington is one of the hottest teams in the NBA and now just one game out of the play out of the play in the tournament and two games out of the eighth place in the final playoff spot in the East. I'm going to say five. I'm just saying five. Because I want them to move up and stay there. Can they play defense? Can the defense hold up is the first question. Will they make the playoffs? You know, that's one of the things. Can Bill keep scoring? I mean, keep the scoring lead is the question. Will the offense pick up? You know, will they add at the trade deadline? Can they add some shooters? Can they add some defense at the trade deadline? It's another question. How bad do the Wizards want to come up? Is my sixth question to them. The Wizards aren't a bad team. They're not a bad team. And as I told people before, and I tell people to get all the time frame, they're not a bad team. They just got to gel together. And they could gel together and play as one, pass the ball around. Westbrook, Bill, they're, they're two top playmakers. And they added one more star to the lineup. And they get one more dominating center to the lineup. This team could be phenomenal. This team could do great, amazing things. This team has potential to be competitive in the doggone um, playoffs. They can have chances. They they have spurts. They have moments. They're seven to three in the last ten games. They're on a one game winning streak after beating the Los Angeles Clippers one nineteen to one seventeen in the last games on March the fourth. The Wizards come back off an of All Star break on March tenth to play the Memphis Grizzlies. Can they win that game? They gotta stay consistently winning games to be that number eight seed or the number seven seed if they so choose to be that number seven seed. You understand what I'm saying? Now, there's another team that I want to talk about too as well though. There's two other, there's one team that I want to talk about. And, you know, before I get off my little soapbox here, the Phoenix Suns, have we not been talking about the Phoenix Suns the past couple years. <laughs> Did I not tell y'all that the Phoenix Suns were going to be on a come-up tour? Phoenix is somebody to talk about now. They're right now currently in second place in the West right now. Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, them boys are out there. Chris Paul, them boys are out there balling. All they needed was a dominant point guard to get this team rolling, and they got their dominant point guard in Chris Paul. They're doing the damn thing. I told everybody that the, that this team will start to roll if they get a point guard. Everybody's been actually talking about the Phoenix Suns lately. Phoenix Suns has been irrelevant. They went 8-0 in the bubble last year. 8-0 in the bubble last year. They're two games above right now my Los Angeles Lakers right now. They're two games above, three games above them, I should say. Three games above my Los Angeles Lakers right now. Well, LA are number three right now, and the Phoenix Suns are number two. Utah, the Utah Jazz right now is number one currently in the Western Conference right now. 
number one. They are the number one seed currently right now, sitting at 27 and nine with the best record right now, the best record in the NBA right now, the Utah Jazz, the same team that has made the playoffs twice, back-to-back years, and looking to verge of running it back another playoff run this same year again. These teams were at the, these two teams weren't even talked about since the 90s and early 2000s. When Steve Nash ran the Phoenix Suns, they were in playoff contention. And now they they were they was irrelevant for years. They were irrelevant. They were irrelevant for years. And now look at this team, how they rise up and overcame the obstacles. And now they're the number two seed. Look at the Utah Jazz. Ain't been the same since Carl Malone. But now look at this team. This team has rose up and done some great, amazing things to be the number one seed right now. This is a very young team. Very young team. And this team has the opportunity to keep the number one seed in the West. Everybody was talking about the Lakers, the Clippers, the Portland Trailblazers. One of these three, one of those two teams, these three teams right here was going to be the number one seed. And also, we can't keep our Golden State too long. We can't count them out too long because once Clay gets back, they're going to have some firepower with Draymond Green. Clay Thompson and Steph Curry being out there on the court next year. This season coming up next year. There are going to be some noisemakers coming in the season this year. They're only, they're only two games out of the AC right now. Steph has been making some splashes. Steph has been doing his job. Draymond has been doing a, job, a good damn job on the team. So this don't count this team out just yet. Don't count them out just yet. Let this team succeed and keep firing on all cylinders. And I'm talking about the Golden State Warriors. I'm talking about the Utah Jazz. Let them keep firing on all cylinders. Let the Phoenix Suns keep doing what they're doing best and winning. They're 24 of 11 games that they lost. They won 24 games and lost only 11 games. It's not a spectacular season, but in the first half of the season, they've done great. They're balling. Now we're moving into the second half of the season. Can they keep it going? Can they stay consistent is the question. Can they stay consistent? Can they keep it going? Can they keep winning basketball games? Can they be the team to beat in the playoffs? My bet, the Lakers might put them out. My bet. Clippers might put them out, but I doubt if the Clippers put them out, I doubt, I doubt if three plays six, I doubt the Denver Nuggets is going to take, I believe that they're going to go to a game seven, or they might just go to a game five and then clear out court and may lose to the Lakers in the playoffs. Maybe they might get past the, the Lakers if they take it to a game five, game six, game seven type scenario, depending on where they are. Yes, I said my Los Angeles Lakers might lose to the Phoenix Suns. We might be talking about some history here where the Phoenix Suns might go to a championship game and go up against a phenomenal team out the East. The East is very competitive right now. The East is very competitive right now. Very, very competitive right now. 
Brooklyn is on top at number two. The Philadelphia 76ers, even though they have their woes and their struggles, they're still number one in their division right now. We haven't been talking too much about um, the Miami Heat lately, though, but this is the same team that went to the championship and lost to the L.A. Lakers last year, though. This team shocked the world by making it to the playoffs against LeBron James and, and, and the L.A. Lakers last year. So with that all being said, I thank y'all for listening to the show today. I thank y'all for all the ratings and all the love. Sorry we've been away for too long. And, you know, um, I try to give y'all the best show I can give y'all. And we're going to keep this show rocking. We're going to keep this show pumping. We're going to fill the show up with a lot of blood, a lot of energy, a lot of more power. And stay tuned. There will be a fan appreciation show live on Facebook coming up soon. So if y'all don't know the Facebook page, download. I mean, if you don't have Facebook, if you have Facebook, go to Facebook slash go to www.facebook.com slash the realest sports show and hit that like button on the show page or hit the doggone button on the page that says follow the realest sports shows page on the on the computer you can also find out more information about financially tone and you can find out more information about mr r sauces.com more recipes more sauces Anything you love to taste buds, get your taste buds rolling for Mr. R sauces, everybody. I'm letting you know right now. The barbecue sauce is phenomenal. The honey mustard sauce is phenomenal. The damn, god damn it, the best mumbo sauce you can ever taste in your lifetime is right there. And if you don't know about the mumbo sauce, we got a good old-fashioned carryout called Good Hope Carryout in Southeast D.C. where they sell some bomb, phenomenal mumbo sauce. Mumbo sauce. Get your mumble sauce from Mr. R Sauces, everybody. Y'all been phenomenal, everybody. I love y'all. And I'm out of here, y'all. Stay tuned for the next show, everybody. Coming up very, very soon. Hey. I'm Mark, a.k.a. The Vet, y'all. Y'all know it. Shout out to Birdman, Drake, shout out to Lil Wayne and all them y'all. I'm out of here, y'all. We out.